0: It's August, that most hallowed month of the year when we celebrate the illustrious role-playing game. Are you bursting with energy to celebrate the hobby that fuels your imagination and haunts your dreams? Do you feel a burning need to share your passion for your hobby? Join Spencer, aka Free Thrall, as he waxes poetic throughout the most wondrous
1: month of the year, RPG a day month. <laughs> He was slinging puns at a bnB and b when he had an epiphany I make a part in about time too about not playing the and It was free all and I heard him say he bought my borderlands But just sit back and let Spencer do his trick cause you're incapable
0: Hello, welcome to Keep Off the Borderlands, a podcast about RPGs and stuff. My name is Spencer, a.k.a. Free Thrall, and this is the weekly roundup for week three of RPG A Day Month. Let's do this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I do, look, I do want to do this. Don't get me wrong. I'm just struggling a little, but I promise, dear listener, this will not be a struggle for you. But before we embark on that journey, let's just check to see if I've had any feedback.
1: Sibiritic! Sibiritic! Blast your eyes, sir!
0: I'm sorry, Mr Johnson, sir. I'm anaspeptic, phrasmotic, even compunctious to have caused you such pericombobulation. Please accept my contrafibularities. Thank you very much for that. I should probably point out that that was Safer of Safer Fantasy Crafting fame doing a disturbingly accurate impression of the late great Robbie Coltrane portraying Dr. Samuel Johnson, creator of the first English dictionary, from an episode of Blackout of the Third entitled Ink. An incapability now please allow me to continue Interfrastically.
1: hey there spencer just been listening to your second rpg a day or weekly roundup it's johnny from the red dice diaries and i've got to admit i loved your final entry where you're like oh favorite con purchase well i've never been to a convention so that was easy Thought so that was a great sort of little humorous way to round off the recording of the episode. And I've got to admit, I sympathize, dude, when I was answering that question, I really had to sort of delve back in my mind because although I go to the UK Games Expo pretty much every year, I'm normally running games pretty solidly. And to be honest, I don't really tend to buy a lot of stuff at conventions. I'll often have a look around, but stuff will either be bits and pieces that I've already got, so I don't need to buy them again. Or it'll be stuff where I'm like, oh, maybe I've had to pick that up a bit cheaper elsewhere. So I tend not to buy anything. I really have to delve back into my poor memory to try and remember years and years ago when I bought like one Lamentations of the Flame Princess book at a convention. So it was a bit of a struggle. Anyway, dude, very much enjoyed the episode. Keep all the good work and I will catch you soon. Take care.
0: John Allen Large there. Thank you very much for your kind words, John turning into a bit of a love-in with me and John here. (laughs) All this praise flying about. Not an awful lot I could add there, but thank you very much for that call, John. I'm glad you enjoyed the episode. I have to say I'm very much enjoying John's own responses that he's putting out through Substack, along with creating regular podcast episodes. Now, I forgot to thank Liren of Updates from the Middle of Nowhere, for her wonderful RPG A Day intro at the beginning of the show there. If you'd like to know more about RPG A Day, please see the show notes. Let's see what week three has in store for us. So, what have we here? Day 15, and the prompt is Favourite Con Module Slash One Shot Well, as I established at the end Of the last episode I've never been to a gaming convention Nor do I see myself Visiting one in the future Due to certain uh, physical um, Disadvantages, shall we say Although, Having said that, there are online conventions, which would certainly make things a lot easier for me. Maybe when the kids are a little bit older, I've got a bit more free time on my hands. So let's leave out the con part and just focus on favourite one shot. I'm not in the habit of playing pre-written adventures. You know, the games I play in are largely either campaign games or they're improvisational so not relying on published material however I have already mentioned running a one-shot myself so I guess I will choose that as my favorite Nature Amaze Barrow of the Elf King a one-shot I spoke about running in episode 221 And it's one of maybe only two or three one-shots that I've been involved in that were actually completed within one session. I think I can consider that something of an achievement. Day 16. Game you wish you owned. There's certainly... Plenty of PDFs I have which I would like to get a physical copy of. Pirate Borg for one. I certainly wouldn't mind getting into Rowan, Rook and Deckard's Spire, The City Must Fall and Heart, The City Beneath. That Dragonbane box set as well looks very nice indeed. I've been tempted by Troubleshooters by Krista Sunderlin in the past. I also wouldn't mind getting into the Ubiquity system. Basically, it's limited shelf space that really prevents me letting my collection get out of hand, shall we say. Now, I didn't really want to be influenced by other folks' answers, but I have seen some selections of old, out-of-print stuff that got me thinking about old games that I wouldn't mind having copies of. And, well, the first thing that came to mind was Stormbringer. And from what I I know of those systems, which is very little, to be honest, apart from the fact that they are essentially basic fantasy, Chaosim put out an RPG entitled Elric, which I understand is a particularly good version of the game. It's kind of like 5th edition Stormbringer to a certain extent, although... There is an official fifth edition of Stormbringer, which is actually the second edition of Elric. Confused? I certainly am. And then Another one that sprang to mind, that it would be nice to have a copy of, is the old Ghostbusters RPG. The frightfully cheerful role-playing game from West End Games. It's something I remember seeing advertised a lot back in the day, wishing I'd picked up. But um, yeah, yeah, I think that's enough of a selection there. Day 17. Funniest game you've played. Well, I have to say, that has got to go to the old farts, the group that I play Call of Cthulhu with on Grizzly Peaks Radio. Now, Call of Cthulhu, not essentially a funny game in itself, but this is very much about the people I play with. I mean, we we have tried to up the horror. It was an experiment that I thoroughly enjoyed, think it had mixed results, and I still had an awful lot of fun playing it. Perhaps even more so, because we were trying to be serious. More recently, we have decided to lean into the fun, and we've started playing Pulp Cthulhu, which continues to be very funny indeed. Day 18, favourite game system. Well, there are no surprises here because I'm going to say Into the Odd or perhaps rather Mark of the Odd which is the SRD of Into the Odd. A system which underpins a lot of other games which I'm a big fan of. Electric Bastionland, Chris McDowell's other iteration of Into the Odd, Death is the New Pink, Mouse Ritter, Cairn, Rune Cairn, Wee Dealing Lead, Anna X66, Agents of Odd, Liminal Horror, Malorder Apocalypse, most recently David Blandy's Eco Mofos, and Chris's new forthcoming iteration, Mythic Bastion Land. And I've gone into the details. Of that system. In many an episode. So I won't bore you with that here. All you need to know. Is it's simple. Effective. And very easy to learn. Oh and I don't want to forget. Isle of Ix by Skullfungus. Wonderful little mysterious island hex Highly recommended. Day 19 favourite published adventure. Now as I said before in response to day 15, don't really play published adventures much, apart from when we're playing Call of Cthulhu, and as I understand it, Andy Goodman injects a lot of his own stuff into the material that he uses. As I'm primarily a player of RPGs and not a GM, I don't generally read adventures although that is changing so I'm going to list off some writers of material that I'm particularly impressed by. I'd say Brad Kerr of the Between Two Cairns podcast and if you're not listening to that you certainly should be because it is most entertaining and they review really interesting adventures on that show. Brad's most recent adventure was Waven Songs, Gus L., the creator of Tomb Robbers of the Crystal Frontier, Gavin Norman of Old School Essentials fame, who currently has his Dunwood Kickstarter running at the moment, and Natra May, who's put out an array of wonderful mini adventures, many of which can be found in the Haunted Almanac. If you can get your hands on a copy of that, I can highly recommend that. It's a beautiful book. Available through Games Omnivorous. Day 20 will still play in 20 years' time. Well, I certainly hope I'm still around in 20 years' time. And if so, I, you know, I can't ever see myself getting bored of Into the Odd. Well, I know it might appear a little limited, but that setting of land and my interest in that and the fact that it can accommodate almost anything. Bastionland is very much a setting that you make your own and I would love to see how that world would evolve over an extended period of time. So, yeah, into the odd. And all things Bastionland. Yeah, that's enough. Stop. Well, that's quite enough from me. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate all the messages I receive. If you'd like to contact the show, you can leave me an audio message via speakpipe.com slash keep off the or one word. You can email me at spencer.freethrall at gmail.com. You can also find me on Discord. On Twitter and Instagram at Free Thrawl, Mastodon at Free all at Mastodon.social, and there's even the Keep Off the Borderlands Facebook group. And you'll find links to all those things and more at Free for that's with two R's.co. You can hear me in actual plays on Grizzly Peaks Radio, and you can sign up. To the Stoccasium, my substack newsletter, and I've also started putting stuff up on YouTube. If you'd like to support the show you can at co-fee.com slash free for all. There's my itch page, or you may even want to give the show a review. The music for Keep Off the Borderlands is provided by the multi-talented Mr TJ Drennan and it just remains For me to say, take it away, TJ.